and I don't necessarily like hugs. I'm not a physical touch person, but I'm not going to push my husband away when he's trying to love me. But the point is he loved me rather than attacking me in the moment that I clearly couldn't have handled being attacked. I probably would have left. And so here, here, here you go. Here you go, men. Like if you think about something and this goes both ways, I sh I'm just talking to men because I'm a man, but like, it's that easy. I've already been working for two hours by the time she needs help in the morning to get out the door. Cool. Just move your calendar around. People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart. Coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. All right, as we were filming the last episode, we talked gently about expectations of sex and how that can carry on, honey. And, uh, you know, as we were filming, somebody's asking, so aren't there supposed to be expectations? And we've kind of hinted at this topic. And somebody had a question a while ago, like, there should be expectations. Whether we're talking about sex, sure, I call that the last one. But, you know, roles. You know, they were talking about their partners sitting there doing nothing. And you were like, I want to talk about this. So let's go. Where are you at? Yeah. Well, I want you to talk first about how you teach men not to have expectations because this question okay. came from a man who said, are we really not supposed to have expectations? So then my wife just gets to sit around and do nothing because she's nothing is expected of her. So talk a little bit about why you teach men not to have expectations and then I'll jump in. Okay. So the first thing is, is that, you know, I really firmly believe this. And if you don't look around, look at some of the most successful people in your life, but when you have no expectations, you just give from a giving perspective and th that could start with things like gratitude. Think about how much in your life comes back to you without you trying. And I know that that sounds funny and weird because we're expecting, say, something to come back by not expecting. And there's examples of this everywhere in life, guys. We could talk about with tithing. We could talk about doing a program like ours. We can talk about anything you really want. Really firmly believe that, you know, if you push out all the love and everything you have to offer without any expectation or anything in return, you'll naturally get it. But also, don't you avoid, don't, yeah, and you avoid disappointment that way. That's true. Yeah, that's a whole another attached, detached right. from outcome and stuff can kind of flow into that. We can do something on like that sometime. But so the reason why I teach men this is simple. The way I believe that men and women are shown to be men and women in marriage, you typically, um, you haven't had your needs met in life, right? No matter if you have the best parents in life. And so, um, I'm going to go to nice guys. So I'll speak for men right now, why I teach men. And you can maybe elaborate for women. But, you know, nice guys, you, even if you have the best parents in the world, they are not meeting your needs. They can't. It's impossible. E kids are egocentrical. There's other things that need to be done. Now throw in bad parenting, alcoholism, abuse, all these sorts of things. And certainly your needs are not valued. Your needs are not being met. In fact, they're being downplayed, ripped apart, ripped away from you. By the time you get into a relationship, you know, we fall in love. We're super excited. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. I love you. Oh, no, I, I'm available. I'm going to cancel my plans. Can't wait to see you here. I got this for you. Let me take care of your dry cleaning. Let me wash your car. Like everything is like fulfilling. And then that's impossible to maintain. It's called life, starting with everything from career to children to whatever. And so the men that I work with, they need to understand that like just because you provide doesn't mean you deserve sex. Don't expect it. You're supposed to be an adult just because um, you are giving and giving and giving what that doesn't mean that you deserve anything. It just means, of course, in a reciprocal relationship, you will. But most of the time, it's not reciprocal because that love and validation from the beginning, all that giving from the beginning is replaced with, I need this, I need that, defend, defend, defend. And so 
we have to drop expectations, at least for now. And then we, and that this isn't covering the gentleman's con, uh, question, but we can get into that as we go here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's all, that's awesome. What you just described. I'm going to give you an example and it's not a trick question. I'm going to ask you okay, a question. It's okay. not a trick question. Ooh, like um, so after this, after we film today, I, if I don't get in the car and go where I need to go, what happens? Our children will not be picked up. Right. So is there an expectation? Today? Yes. So what's the expectation? You're going to go pick up the kids, the girls from school. Right. Am I the, are you the only one that has the expectation? No, you have Who the else? expectation as well. So do the Who children. Else? And they're teachers. Oh, yeah. Right? So that's a healthy expectation. Literally, if I don't do what I normally do, which we've talked about, and that's the key, we've talked about it, our children are going to get stuck at school. Who knows? Maybe Child Protective Services could call. I don't even know what happens if you leave your kids at school and nobody comes to get them. Um, well, we'll never find out. No, we will never find <laughs> out. He would be wondering, you know, why didn't you pick up our children? It probably wouldn't turn into a fight. He would, like, we would have a talk and, he, like, it would just, you know, Anyway, for some of you, it probably would turn into a big fight. We're in a different situation. But those are healthy expectations. And the reason that expectation is there is because we've talked about, even That's before right. we went to yeah. this school, I would like to drive them to school. I would like to pick them up from school. I even introduced the teacher to the fact that we have a childcare provider in our home. And I said, do you need her driver's license? And I don't think she's going to be picking them up. But what happens if I do need her to pick them up? And she said, you just have to email me and send her a driver's license. And so there's a... But all of this is about expectation because we set the expectation. Mm -hmm. So with the gentleman that said to you uh, or said to us in, in the message there, you know, is, are there really supposed to be no expectations? That way my wife just gets to sit around because there's nothing expected of her. Well, no, that's not it. You can have expectations of each other. There are expectations all the time, but you can't have unspoken expectations because those are not fair unless you just know if you just slide into certain roles, but then there can be some, um, unmet expectations. I would love to talk about this a little bit. That's what I talk about in, in my program. We don't talk a lot about expectations, but we talk about making sure that things are outlined. And we talked about this in one of our last podcasts. We talked about um, roles a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it, we don't care what your roles are, but they cannot be assumed because that's when there might be unmet expectations. So I have some clients in my program, lots of clients in my program. I work with only women. So oftentimes there's the expectation that because the man is working, and that doesn't mean that all my clients are not working. Some of them are, but a lot of them are stay-at-home moms and wives. You know, because the husband is working, it's the wife's job to make sure all the food is done, the house is clean, all those sorts of things. And the wife gets resentful because, and the husband gets resentful if it's not done. The wife gets resentful because she's doing it all. But why? Because they haven't had a conversation. So in order to mitigate unmet expectations, you need to you need to lay things out. I want to. I want so to. It's a different side of expectations. Yeah, but I want to interject here a little bit because this will overlap. Why I teach men no expectations and make sure that we don't lose you guys here. I have had a conversation. We talk about it all the time. I'm always upset because he said he was going to take the trash out and you know that was going to be his job. And listen, oh, I the, know where you're going with this. I think this is good. In the beginning, you did make a plan. I remember when you couldn't wait to be a mom. You couldn't wait to live that life. You've always wanted to be a mama. Okay. And I remember when she was pregnant and I was working from five in the morning until eight at night or whatever at the gym and going like, well, where's the fucking food? You know what I mean? And this well, is I the problem. Bed rest. <laughs> bed rest. This is the problem. Circumstances get in the way. Now, maybe that sounds more extreme than what you went through, but the bottom line is there were no conversations along the way. There were arguments because of that validation that we talked about that need to please each other was there need to have your needs met and you're getting them met is replaced with things like this. So you eventually 
start giving to get. Well, I pay the bills. Where's the food, right? Mm -hmm. Whether or not you're on bed rest is, I think, probably extreme, but as you all know. But our situation is extreme. That's why we share it. Yeah, (laughs) I was an asshole. But you don't have to be extreme like us to understand. This is a freaking problem everywhere. It starts to go day by day, week by week, month by month. And pretty soon it's been years and you don't understand why they get to sit there and do nothing. Here, let me flip this for you now. So the men that come to my program, she's the mom, she's the maid, he's another child. However you want to look at it because of how these expectations were laid out, which by the way, look back to some of the episodes, we talk about that, where minds can change. You wanted to start working again, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's a marriage and business one, I think. You can watch it or listen to it. But the point is things changed, Okay. And when you are showing up and you're not addressing it this way, you start to just get really deep into this isn't fair. It's not fair. I want to defend myself. And so by the time you're with your wife now, say you're in a program like mine and you're showing up, you're literally dropping the expectations. What happens? Sometimes she's just like, oh my gosh, hallelujah. Take a break. Give a, have a bath. This is amazing. Uh, it's your turn. Is another one. And angry. Your turn. And she becomes sort of the next child, right? And I don't want my guys to have a conversation at that point. I want them to lead her into partnership at that point. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think the advice that you're giving is really good leading into partnership. And I think, but I think that it's probably common if the, in this situation, Oh, thank you. My watch just told me the time. Um, If, if women, and this is probably common by the time a woman gets to the point where like, it's your turn, go ahead, take it. And they just go to the bath or whatever it is. They have built up so much bitterness and resentment that they don't care what happens. You know, they just completely step back. And so that's not the right way to do things. And so in that moment, if those wives are acting that way, the only way that you can come to that and have a successful conversation or even interaction is to do it with softness like he's describing. Lead her. Show her that you are thankful for everything that she's done and that you are do you're you are stepping in because you do want to, I know we shouldn't say help because you know they're your kids too. And but it is if you're taking over someone else's role and you haven't done it, it is it is helping. helping. People gotta get over this shit. Yeah, you gotta you're not helping with the kids. Oh yeah, I ask him for help with the kids. I know they're his kids, but I still want help because it's I've it's my role. So same with like, I don't know what I can, oh, I'll help him with like, whatever, writing, social media. If she, guys, if you we, ever we see the, the editing on the, any of the comments, any of the writing, any of the descriptions, that's got, the it's bad uh, grammar, it's messed up, punctuation, the titles are not correct. <laughs> that's because I did it. She'll help me when she has a chance. But it's our right? business. Yeah. So, you know, we could say that, you know, it's my responsibility, but no, I'm helping him because he takes on some of these things. So get over it. If you're, if you're offended by saying, no, my husband's not, if you don't say your husband's babysitting the kids, but yeah, that's different. Babysitting helping, different, it's yeah. okay to say helping. But yeah. anyway, when you're, if the wife is upset and she's bitter, she's resentful, and then the husband comes in, the only way to come at that interaction is with gentleness and gratitude and love, because then she will see that she is um, appreciated. He's going to also see how difficult her role is. And then he's going to show gratitude. And, this and then a, it's just, it's a cycle of gratitude instead of attack defend. That's right. And this is a flip too. This goes both ways. You know, if you, if you are expecting you deserve a break, you need to start taking a deep reflection. Like, Oh, yeah, I work all these hours. Well, let me, I'm going to use an example from a guy that was trying to join the program yesterday, which I didn't, I don't, I don't think I want him to join my program. It's the mindset thing. He's like, well, I work 18 hours a day. And I show up or I go to work showing up at work six days a week. And so when I come home, you know, and I tell her that my friends got 
concert tickets to, I won't say the name of the band, but um, then all of a sudden she's upset. Well, dude, the expectation was that you fucking prioritize your wife. If you have to work so much and he's blaming her because mm -hmm. she wants the new car, she wants the bigger house, she wants this and that. No, man, you didn't have the expectation of budget in place. You didn't have the hard conversation about budget. You didn't. So you see the perspective can change all along. And now he doesn't prioritize. He's going to go to concert when he has no days off. I'm like, huh? Well, no wonder she's fucking pissed. If that's just one example, but I'd already heard a bunch of other things, but so expectations are there, but when you're giving to get, I think is it's the real problem. And it's, that's what you are normally describing. So mm -hmm. people say, what do you mean? Don't have expectations. Don't have expectations that when you do something, you're going to get something in return. That's right. And by the way, you know, what can help all of the situations that we're talking about connection, being connected to your partner. So I had a little bit of a meltdown. I think it was last week. Still human guys. I like to tell my, my uh, stories. But... Last week, twice last week, <laughs> four times. Just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. But one day, so this goes back to expectations of, you know, me taking care of the kids because I want to be taking care of the kids, but our kids, it, it, we are in a humbling stage of parenting Ooh, boy. and I came back one morning. Sick. So we got them out of the house and we take, so I go to the gym in the morning and they go to the child minding and it is very difficult. Number one, to get them out of the house and then to get them out of child minding and to get them back in the house. It's really difficult. And I came in and I stood at the kitchen counter, tears in my eyes. And I said to my husband, if you don't help me in the morning, I'm leaving you. And of course I'm not going to leave my husband. No, I'm not going to leave anybody. But that's where my I was so stressed out. Overwhelmed. And I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm not going to leave my my family. But in that moment, I was like, I can see why mothers sometimes abandon their families. This is so hard. I had a like, I was like, I'm gonna, gonna have a psychotic break. Like I feel yeah. like I'm losing my mind. And you know, my husband could have come at me and said, Well, you know, I work all this time and I make more money than you do. And you I've already be been working for two hours at this stage, right? In the morning by now. So yeah, you, you like come, probably yeah. four or five hours because this, oh, this, this is after, is after I came before. home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so he could have came at it. Well, this is the life that you wanted and you wanted this and I work hard so that you can have this schedule and he could have come at me like that and said he came over and gave me a big hug and he's like, I got you, babe. And I don't necessarily like hugs. I'm not a physical touch person, but I'm not going to push my husband away when he's trying to love me. But the point is he loved me rather than attacking me in the moment that I clearly couldn't have handled being attacked, I probably would have left. And so here, here, here you go, here you go, men. Like if you think about something, and this goes both ways. I sh I'm just talking to men because I'm a man, but like, it's that easy. I've already been working for two hours by the time she needs help in the morning to get out the door. Cool. Just move your calendar around. It's just that easy. And I know, oh, I can't, my hours, this and that. Then find the way that you can balance it out for her. To make that work and this is a really and good i don't mean for her to fix it i mean right to Help. work with her, work to, with her. Yeah. and this is a really good example because i could have communicated more clearly before i had my meltdown but i didn't because i was trying to do what i thought i wanted to do i wanted to have that mom role i wanted to do everything mm -hmm. i've always wanted to do that but and this isn't the first meltdown i've had about the kids the kids are really harsh right now but mm -hmm. but it's a really good example because i could have done something differently and i didn't so one person has to be that person that's going to kind of take the weight of it. I think it should be the man, but here's the thing. If you're listening, you're watching at the end of the day, if you're the one listening and watching, you're the one. So even, yeah, if you're, if you just heard my story and you're thinking, you know what, I, I really could take an opportunity to speak to my husband about how the expectations mm -hmm. need to change. You don't need to come in and cry at the sink and say, you're leaving him. You don't need to do that. Yeah. I could have said, especially Honey, if he's not in my program, he will take that so personally right. and he will and that, attack. I feel yeah. really safe in my relationship. Yeah. That's why I was able to do that. But I also know better. I should have, I just didn't, I think I needed to push myself to the edge to know that I needed help. But what you should do is think about 
how you can express that the roles might need to change a little bit so that there aren't unmet expectations. Right? Agreed. Agreed. All right, guys. This gives me an idea for the next show. Let's talk about independent women, even men. Okay. Independence. Let's do it. All right.